The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey there, it's Jason DeLine, host of Comedy Album Book Club. We're here at the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival brunch. And I'm with Carson Pinch. How you doing, Carson? I'm doing great. I'm full of nachos. It's That's a good way to start a, a Saturday. Uh, Carson Pinch is a local comedian. Uh, you do a lot of one-man shows. Yes. Semi-one-man uh, shows. Semi-one-man shows. You have yeah. guests and things exactly. popping in and out. Yeah, guest features, cameos, if you will. And what what is your show this year, and when does it happen? It's called Carson Fears Fear Itself. It's uh, kind of, it's always these big spectacles. This is going to be like a, a big, like, introspective look at uh, fear and anxiety and co- uh, common social anxieties that we all go through, uh, but uh, through the lens of comedy and uh, spectacle, like, we have a huge black light number, and it's, it's all a nice. mess. So, would you say it's similar to stand-up, and that it's from your perspective, or do you play characters, or... It's, these shows are usually all from Carson at a heightened uh, okay. Carson. It's a bigger character. version of yourself. I, exactly. Okay. I, I actually am I'm reticent and not... I, I, I feel like I'm not the best character actor, but I, I can do... Yourself. You're pretty good at playing yourself. I can do myself. <laughs> I, I got Fair a good, good impression. Cool. Yeah. So how does it differ from stand-up to you? From stand-up? Um, well, I love having other people around. Right. <laughs> stand-up is so scary in that, and in, in, in why I respect it so much is that, like... You're vulnerable. It's, it's just you on the stage. I, I, I can kind of put out these ideas, couch in sketch but you get a little uh, support yeah you, got yeah. the support uh, yeah. of other people and in the stand up I just giving it all putting it all out there is like this is you this right. is your ideas so scary <laughs> and, and this is kind of neat because you can say rather than say here's the story of what I think this concept is you can say here's the concept now let me show you right? exactly which is kind of fun here's it's a, a story sort of a blend of the and two I, and I can I can create art for the whole show that kind of interweaves these threads 
yeah. How yeah. many have you done? This will be my fourth year as uh, doing a solo show, and it'll be my sixth year in the festival. Okay. Cool. Yes. Wow. And is it a different solo show every time? You don't repeat? Different every new show every time, and it's lost to the wind afterwards. <laughs> What's your process like in uh, uh, I'll, I'll start writing around November. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll write an hour, and then I'll get rid of half of it, and then I'll bring in a director. This year, I'm bringing in the fabulous Paul Bates oh, great. who is directing this show and uh, we'll make it good. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the whole thing. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> and how well you're also involved with the Sketch Fest and you, you're part of this brunch that we're here at today. Tell us a little bit about that and what the idea is behind that. Yes. Uh, I, I'm always looking for new ways to meet other people especially troops from other parts of the world and just to see how they do comedy and wh what the community is like in their homes towns, uh, be it Philadelphia, Chicago, Newfoundland, uh, Edmonton. Uh, I love touring my shows and, and, and seeing the festival experience right. outside of the city. And you get to enjoy their hospitality and, as yeah, well, right? And now I get to Give pick, pick their brains a little bit <laughs> right. here at a brunch right. and see what it's like to perform over there. Very cool. Uh, performing in Red Deer is very different than performing in New York. So Fair enough, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's great to, to know these things. Very cool. Yeah. So when's your show, it's Fear Itself? Carson, is it Carson Fears Fear Itself? Carson Fears Fear Itself will be playing at the Theater Center Incubator on March, uh, Wednesday, March 13th, and Friday, March 15th. Oh, two shows. Two Excellent. shows. Okay, great. All right, so they can find that on the Sketchfest app or on the website. Gotta get that app. Gotta get that app. <laughs> secret there, shows. There are secret shows on the app. You can schedule yourself on that. Oh man, that app, so good. <laughs> App enthusiast Carson Pinch. <laughs> Thanks for talking with me, buddy. Of course, right, thank you. Have a great fest. All right. Here we go. Okay, Jason DeLine, host of Comedy Album Book Club, back with you again, and I'm sitting with sketch comedian and, well, you do lots of things, Cameron Wiley. Yeah, the Cameron Wiley. Uh, <laughs> you've been, you're a, you're a sketch fest mainstay. You've been, uh, you're a veteran of this whole thing. Yeah, it's great. All you need to do is just never go away and people start calling you, like, sketch comedy mainstay. Yeah. I get, that's pretty good. I get, like, legend a bit, and I think the legend is just, like, he's, he doesn't age. He's just been here forever. Yeah, like, the legend is there's this guy who never leaves. Never is that go true? <laughs> and I think it is true. I, I have yeah. no plans of ever stopping because uh, this is the best community in the it city, is, and this it? festival is so much fun. And it's uh, it's all about new connections and seeing new ideas of what comedy is and getting it re-inspired every year. Have you done it every year? Um, the no, the first year I wasn't there. I didn't know it existed. Second year I was there as a volunteer. Third and that's year, when you were like six years old, right? Yeah, that's a baby. What, last yeah, I was just uh, yeah. <laughs> I was six years old. I could barely take a ticket, but uh, they were nice enough to let me volunteer. They had big losses that year, I think. Yeah. You, well, you know, it, it was an investment in me. I think <laughs> that's why I like to think about it. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, every year since uh, year number three, uh, I've been through this festival with. Uh, I think I'm at ten different troops or. 
projects that I brought through this festival. Can you name them all? Yeah, I'm gonna try. Okay, um, okay uh, so I started out with uh, my sketch troupe, Smells Like the 80s. Right, If yeah. you're a fan of that, uh, with K. Trevor I Wilson. Am. I remember K. Trevor in that, yeah. Uh, there was should... a great Miners sketch that was legendary. I'm not allowed to talk about too much, but if you download the Toronto Sketch Fest app, uh, there may be some very relevant news for Smells Like the 80s fans and uh, Ooh, secret shows happening oh, this week at Sketch wow, Fest. wow, guys. You heard it here first. So this is actually a That's scoop. Exciting. I'm not supposed to talk a big about scoop. it at all. Check all these... that app. Paul, I know I signed that NDA, but... <laughs> There's no way to prove this is you. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, this is going to be anyone's voice. I've yeah. only said I'm... Yeah, totally. no picture. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, smells like the 80s. That was yep. the first troupe. Uh, okay. Did this festival for, you know, five, six years. Awesome. Uh, we uh, we disbanded, and I formed a duo with uh, Olivia Coburn called... Well, before we move on, smells like the 80s. There was a lot of people in that, and I think sort of a rotating cast, if I'm not... Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where uh, it, comes, it came out of the Humber School of Comedy, so it was a... Uh, uh, a group of four grads, uh, yeah, they're all graduates now, of uh, the Humber School of Comedy. Finally, some of them have finally just graduated. Well, Trevor never graduated. Oh, is that right? Uh, and then uh, just in the recent years, um, he has been, I think, I was talking to him last week, and I think he said, they just said, like, you know what, your real-world experience counts for so wow. much. Uh, we're just going to give you that final credit. And That's great. Yes. Yeah, well, so, and Oxford gave him the doctorate, too, right? Yeah, yeah Dr. K. Trevor Wilson. Yeah, uh, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, it came with, there was five of us, and uh, with any group, you know, you kind of find where the voices are, and that whittled down to a core of three of us, myself, uh, Curtis Steele, K. Trevor Wilson, uh, and then um, Trevor's friend Liam jumped in for a couple years, uh, he kind of, uh, we had some trouble with him, uh, so he left, and it was just the three of us again, and then uh, Sean Jordan, who a lot of people know as the rapper, the word burglar, right. yeah, word burglar. Uh, he joined in for a couple years. From Halifax, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. so he's been uh, the fourth member for, uh, for, our last, uh, for our last big play. And uh, again, uh, download that app. You might see Sean Jordan very soon. That's very cool. Any chance he might open the show with some wrappings? Look, I don't want to give away too much, oh, but, we, so but many secrets. this, I love this it. secret show may be a full hour, and so we may be looking at all <laughs> all possibilities of how to fill 60 minutes. I really love how you keep secrets. It's very juicy. It's yeah, very well, exciting. I mean, uh, leaks coming out of I'm you. I'm the most trusted Chris. man in sketch comedy <laughs> for a reason. For a reason. Uh, so after smelling like the 80s, you said you paired up with uh, Olivia Coburn, who was in a troupe called Reverse Oreo. I don't know if this oral history stuff is interesting to anyone, but it I'm just gonna. Sure. go into it. <laughs> Called Fun Car. Uh, we were around for like two or three festivals. Uh, we did uh, we did the New York uh, Sketch Comedy Festival uh, two times. Nice. Um, so that was that was fun. Uh, that uh, but we just never uh, really connected too hard. We just wanted to be doing sketch comedy. So I, I landed in another uh, sketch comedy troupe. Uh, I can't remember their name. Uh, uh, with Jamie O'Connor, we were a duo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we did uh, one sketch fest. Oh no, wait. I remember the name. Yeah, it hasn't aged very well. Uh, but if you want to like Google it, you can try to figure it out. Uh, we thought it was pretty funny at the time. But Go through the, the entire script of RoboCop, and you'll find the name of it. <laughs> it's a RoboCop reference. It's a RoboCop reference. Uh, hasn't aged very well, and it's a, it's a bit of a regret. Um, after that, uh, formed up a, um, a sketch comedy super group called Odat Dumb, yes. uh, and we ran through the festival for a couple years. Who was one, in that? Uh, Some... Carson Pinch, yeah. Jeff Clark, Natalie Metcalf, uh, Matthew Cowell, Dave Barclay, and myself. Great. Uh, Dream Team. We won uh, yeah, producers' picks. On, uh, oh, the goofiest bunch of nicest, funniest people. And it felt, if I correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you were trying to push the envelope with how can you create good comedy out of the dumbest ideas possible. Is that fair to say? Yeah, we were just like uh, we all we have all these dumb ideas that uh, working in larger ensembles we maybe couldn't have done, but uh, let's just fall into this and see uh, 
how can we make these stupid ideas stay stupid, but also how do we make it uh, sort of accessible for an audience? Right. And we were often very good at doing that, and sometimes it was just too dumb to be salvaged, but we, we, we love that kind of stuff. Right, sure. And you have a balance in a show, right? Like, I mean, it's not just, it's usually not just one concept of the whole thing, so like if something doesn't work, you've got something that will yeah, come right off. Yeah, and that's a great thing about a sketch. It's, uh, right. you know, you're committing three to five minutes of your time to watch a scene, and then if it doesn't work, good, something new's coming up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, what, what's that, right? number four? Dumb, something like that, yeah. Yeah, Odette Dumb, number four, um, did a duo with Chris Levier called Oops, Chris and Cam. We had some very good voice work in that. Yeah, I remember that. I think it was nominated, just the voice work was nominated for several awards. Yeah, they said, strip away all that sketch comedy garbage, and uh, <laughs> this could be a Juno-winning uh, comedy <laughs> album. Uh, yes, yes, Jason provided the, uh, the voice work uh, in between uh, our sketches, which led a, a beautiful narrative about two friends in a coma. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> it I was like a, a ton of fun. Um, after Oops, it's Chris and Cam. Um, we had uh, 32 short sketches about uh, bees, which is a fringe right. show I was a part of. Right. I didn't see that because I, I do legitimately you, yeah. have a fear of bees. I, uh, I wasn't sure whether you were just like trolling me at no, first. No, I wasn't. And then I was oh, no, you actually are terrified of bees. Yeah, and I know I know that you wouldn't have had any bees on stage, but I, I Couldn't just take that I chance. felt nervous about Yeah, knowing you, uh, it's possible you would have just unleashed bees on the audience. <laughs> and, I just, and I knew that if I'd asked you, I couldn't believe any answer you gave me, so I just had to steer it through. That is wonderful, <laughs> yeah. Um, so there were tigers, I'd be in. Really? Mosquitoes, uh, so Draculas, it's just it's just bees. It's the only thing I'm scared of. Interesting. It's my, my weakness. Well, listeners, you heard it here. Uh, if you ever need to... Uh, yeah, put me in a... Yeah, if you, if you need to attack Jason... Uh, That's great. Get those bees. I may cut this out. <laughs> no, the world needs to know. You're a reporter. The truth I guess needs to get fair. out there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. If people are looking up what my old sketch troop name is, they got to know you're also afraid of bees. <laughs> so when did Goldo come into play? Was that part of that? That was the same year. I did a, uh, I did a solo show, and solo in the sense of it was uh, written and produced by myself. I brought in a bunch of my friends uh, to help fill out the scenes. People that uh, It was a great excuse to uh, work with people that I love. Awesome. Uh, you know, like I got to bring in my friend John Plester, who is coming into town from Philadelphia, and oh, wow. put him in, in scenes with me. Uh, I had Joel Buxton in there. I had Nicole Passmore. Uh, who else was in uh, that first one? Uh, oh, my, my friend Alex, uh, who's an who's a actress, like a legit like TV actress, come in and awesome. dabble in sketch comedy with me. Uh, uh, so that was wonderful, and Sounds it was great, great to really uh, put my name out there. I've been a part of so many ensembles to, to have just, this is the Cam Wiley show. Right. Uh, and that was Goldo, which was a, um, a giant golden man. Uh, this big old cardboard costume. I think I was about... With the golden top hat, I think I topped out at around like 15 feet tall. Uh, so just um, these giant legs and stilts and these big golden robot arms. Uh, and you've had to build that more than once. Because I also submitted this show to Montreal. So uh, yeah, I got yelled at, at after the end of my show for leaving pieces of gold around the theater. So I just had to like run and like throw it in the dumpster outside the theater center. And then a month later, it's like, hey, you're coming to Montreal doing this Goldo show. So uh, the second one was a much easier build because I figured out how to do it the first time but it was still a lot of paint a lot of cardboard, a lot of tape But that show had other challenges because as I recall not all of your cast was there and you had to draft people from Montreal That was a very scary moment because again I am super ambitious with my casting 
so I had a group of uh, friends from Toronto who were going to come to Montreal and do the show. I had a group of friends from Philadelphia who were coming into Montreal. I was going to put them in the show. And then on the day of my show, uh, crazy traffic accidents backing up uh, the pipeline between Toronto and Montreal. Uh, people from Philly hadn't showed up, hadn't uh, called me to let me know where they are. So I'm sitting at... Uh, Theater St. Catherine, just looking at my script, saying, Alone. Alone, saying, Oh my god, I'm gonna have to do half an hour by myself. What can I do? So I'm furiously rewriting it. Uh, bless the people from Hot Raw Fire. They were hanging out. They're like, Yeah, we'll jump in and do a show. I'm like, Great, I've got three people now. I can make this a show. But then, uh, you know, two hours before the show, Philly shows up. Great, I've got so many more pieces. Uh, I do complex shows. I love trying to stress myself out as much as I can. To put on a spectacle, sure. uh, you know, High concept. make make moments that people remember, high visual moments, really a lot of moving pieces. And then, um, yeah, half hour before the show, uh, the Toronto cast shows up. We, I have enough time to introduce them to the people they're going to be sharing scenes with. This is the first time they've all met. We run maybe half of our scenes uh, where they interact, and then boom, on stage. So, uh, how many cities are involved now in this production? How many different from different cities? So it's in Montreal. Half yeah. the cast from Philly half the cast from Toronto Amazing. so it's a tale of three cities wow um, but of course I just love to push the envelope um, I love that uh, we live in a world where you can um, make friends on the festival circuit and yeah. of course uh, they make you laugh you make them laugh you should be working together um, and the pressure of a live show with that is just such a, a once a, a one moment right a singular moment that is going to be its own unique yeah scary fun and how did it go how was the show oh it went great it was yeah. uh, it was so well received. Um, was there some improv in it? Like, were you guys sort of having to fake your way through some stuff? That no, was everyone first, seemed to like really know, know their scenes. I think there's a lot of times to like on the plane to like read the script, so they knew the scenes. Uh, but it was kind of fun to see like people sort of feel each other out. Yeah, that first interaction is the the, the real show. And uh, I want to congratulate myself because it felt like uh, everyone was of the same mind, and it felt like there was chemistry there. And if people had more than just half an hour together, uh, you know, it would have come across more as we're all pals because we all hung out right. after, and uh, we all are pals. <laughs> So uh, perfect casting is yeah. very concerning. So I want to move on to something on that theme of working uh, with friends from other cities, yeah. but i got to finish my list. Yes. Uh, so after Cam Wiley, uh, I did a duo this year called The Jelly Boys, right. and uh, I'm doing a show. Uh, this comes out on the day of the show. Uh, John yes. Plester from Philadelphia, who was in uh, my solo show last year, uh, we're doing a duo show called The Fruit Cart Bonanza. So Sunday, March 10th, which is... We'll be today at what time? 7 p.m. at 7 the, PM theater at the theater center. All right. So go to the app. You can find that show. Cameron, what's the name of the show? Is it Cam? Cam Wiley and John Plester present the Fruit Cart Bonanza. Right. And so this involves. It involves over sixteen hundred dollars worth of real fruit on the stage. This is the first time I've heard the figure. <laughs> uh, we are losing money hand over fist on this show, but uh, we're gonna have fruit from all corners of the globe. We have orchard fresh apples. We have mouth-watering exotics. Uh, all on a custom-built fruit cart that's going to be on the stage for the audience to enjoy throughout the show. As long as you sell like 600 tickets. Uh, Sketchfest gets all that money. It's uh, oh. <laughs> There's no oh, okay. way right. come anywhere close to breaking even. <laughs> but John and I, we believe in the power of spectacle. We believe in the power of art. And we want to do something that everyone walks away seeing, saying, I saw something special that I will never 
ever see again. Wow. Uh, so making, I, I mentioned the word moments before, this is a show with very distinct moments. And we're so proud. And uh, yeah, uh, it's been a logistical uh, challenge trying to write and create a full show with someone who lives in a different city. Um, yeah. But we're so excited to show that it can be done and it can be done well. Wow. I mean, we live in a digital world. Uh, all these uh, cross-country collaborations How did you happen. collaborate? Was it uh, camera stuff or just uh, sending texts back and forth? It's a, a lot of text. We're, uh, we both have jobs where we're at computers, so we're on uh, Google Chat all day. Uh, cool. Ideas back and forth, a lot of working on scripts on a shared drive, and once or twice a week checking in for you know an hour, hour and a half just uh, to read through scripts, riff on ideas, uh, because you need that sort of instantaneous feedback yeah, and totally. to build and riff on each other. And where does he live? Where's John from? He's from Philadelphia. Oh, he's okay, cool. So he was the one who, was he one of the guys who did that show with you in Montreal? Yeah, exactly. Okay, we we met during the festival and we'd wow. see each other on the circuit and we would always say, oh my God, your material is so funny and it speaks to me. That's very uh, cool. So it made sense to uh, try to put our voices together. They're very um, complimentary. That is one of my favorite things about this community and, and, and these festivals is that you get to meet weirdos that are like you and you feel you feel less al alone maybe, like that you, you get to be put in touch with these people who you're meant to be in touch with. 100%. It's a magical um, it's a magical feeling when you see an act that you don't know and it just resonates so much with you and you say, oh my god, you are writing this for me. This is right. this is what I love about sketch comedy. Uh, coming out of what feels like the blue. Who were some of your influences? Um, I'll tell you the first moment where I thought... It blew my mind uh, where I understood sketch comedy could be more than just you know Saturday Night Live. Uh, you know, I was in high school at a house party, and for some reason, Mr. Show was on TV, uh, yeah. and I was watching it, and it's, it's, this is bonkers. This is so specific. This is... I didn't know this is what I love, but I love it. And uh, th that's when I started to understand that, you know, comedy isn't uh, isn't a universal thing. It can be more specific and, and niche. And, uh, you know, and they're so precise with every word and every intention. It, it's a master class yeah. and watching it, uh, you know, I revisit it every couple of years and you pick up new things or you learn to appreciate new things when you understand more of a, you know, format and like what, how do you actually I create a sketch and you see like, oh, they're doing this very well. Yeah. And uh, it's also wonderful to see, like, to understand this sketch is based on one dumb joke you had in the writer's room and how you were able to build that dumb idea out into a sketch. That's Without it being the same setup and punchline six times for four minutes, right? Like, yeah. I feel like uh, sometimes Saturday Night Live falls into that trap where here's a concept, how do we just make a bunch of puns about it for four minutes and then just sort of run out of gas? <laughs> um, Mr. Show never did that. It's um, Well, it's a much easier schedule. I say that sure. there's no such thing as an easy schedule in creating. Uh, TV or comedy. Yeah. Well, especially but, when you have a week to do it. You know, Saturday Night Live is its own answer. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's an impossible thing, and sometimes it's uh, just got to be, this, this is good enough. Yeah. It yeah. has enough good stuff in it to uh, make up for any weak structural points. Totally, yeah. Cool. Well, great talking with you, Cam. So uh, wonderful to chat. And this is, uh, if, I mean, this will be interesting forever, but it's, <laughs> it's timely today, releasing on Sunday, March 10th. Tonight, Cam's show is at 7 p.m. Find it on the app, and as we alluded to, look for those secret shows. You're in for a real treat. If there happens to be a K. Trevor Wilson word burglar involved, uh, smells like the 80s show. If that exists, and we're not saying it does, that's not something you want to miss. Cam, always a pleasure. So good to chat with you. Have a great fest. 
<laughs> hey, uh, Jason DeLine here again, host of Comedy Album Book Club. I'm sitting with Edmonton sketch group Girl Brain. We're here with Ellie and Karen <laughs> and Allison. No, that's totally wrong. Yeah. So wrong. Ellie. Ellie. Kaylee. Kaylee. Allison. Allison. Yeah. Well, you can make what? all those names. Yeah. yeah. You could be a Karen. I will never be a Karen. What, what is, what's the Karen that you aren't? What is Karen that you aren't? I don't know. I feel like Karen works in an office. Karen does not wear leather pants. Like Kaylee is. Right. Kaylee's wearing leather pants. Yeah. Karen Karen works in an office. She wears like a flowy flower skirt. I guess I've got a few of those, so I can like maybe uh, maybe in like twenty years I could be a Karen. You I'll could get go my hair permed. Yeah. yeah. All Karen's yeah. have perms and flower dresses worked in an office. Yeah, totally. Coming for you, Karen, you hear this? <laughs> so, what do you do, Kaylee? Uh, outside of sketch comedy, I'm a waitress. Okay. Shocking, I know. <laughs> yeah. What about you two? Um, I do social media marketing. Oh, okay. For what kinds of clients? You probably don't want to say. Um, all different kinds, all different honestly. Kinds? Like, okay. uh, I do girl brains social media. Makes sense. Um, I do uh, my dad's social media. What's he's, your dad do? He's a singer-songwriter. Really? Is um, your dad Paul Anka? <laughs> Oh my Bobby gosh. Cortola. I just realized that yes, both of those men are my father. <laughs> what a scoop. Yeah. This is incredible. Wow. You heard it here yeah. first. And what do you do, Allison? I teach kids theater. Oh wow. Cool. And uh, I run a Shakespeare company in Edmonton. And I'm also a server. Great. And how did you three end up doing sketch together? We uh, we'd known each other for a long time. Um, Ellie and I met when we were like 15, and then these guys met uh, during a fringe tour, and then we all collectively, I don't know, formed this amoeba <laughs> that is Girl Brain. How long ago? Less than a year ago. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow, and have you been, is this your first festival, or what have you been doing this since? Is, this is our first festival. Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, congrats. Thank Welcome. Thank you. The yeah. furthest we've been outside of Edmonton was Canmore until now. That's not that far. That's to do, not to do far. sketch comedy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah. so you had a show last night, correct? Yeah. We did. Friday. Yeah. And I heard it went well. It did. It did. That's exciting. Yeah. Cool. And so you don't have another show. We have, so you have one more show? Tonight. Tonight. At 7. Okay, so this is the Saturday. So this doesn't act, act, start till this airs on Sunday. This airs tomorrow. Okay, so... So, uh, listeners, well. last night's show, you missed it, and the show before, but I'm sure, I'm sure they were both amazing. You missed out next yeah, time. next time, guys. Are there places they can find you, though, online? Or yeah. Or do you have any sketches up there? Uh, yeah, we are on Instagram, at uh, girlbrainyeg, Y-E-G, and we're on Facebook, Girlbrain Sketch Comedy. Okay. And any YouTube stuff or anything like that? Uh, we are Twitter? getting into... To YouTube, we are not okay. on Twitter, but you can find three of our films on our website. So oh yeah, www.girlbrainyeg.com. Yeah, that's right. We have a website. Girlbrainyeg.com. What yeah. is Yeag? That's our airport. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Everybody in Edmonton is really into Yeg. Like oh, yeah? Yeg's a big, really. Big thing. Yeah. We're YYZ here. Yeah. I think they say YYZ because that's what they say most. I would yeah. say YYZ too. But we don't have it. We don't say like E. It's hard to say. Yeah. yeah I feel it like Yeg is almost a word, whereas YYZ really isn't. Do these do these airport codes stand for anything, or is it just random codes? 
I feel like I knew you that Edmonton once. great. Something yes. like that. I like, that's what I like. You're Edmonton. No, I like you Edmonton great. <laughs> you Edmonton great. It's a caveman saying. Let's be saying. Good. good. <laughs> yeah. We from Edmonton. Yeah. You we Edmonton, Edmonton great. <laughs> so it's girlbrain, you Edmonton great, dot com. <laughs> Just remember that snappy little slogan. I'm and they can find a few of your videos. So what kind of videos do you do? Are they, they're like sketch videos, yes. I guess? So. We yeah. three up that we filmed last year with a production company, Catapult Pictures in Edmonton. And one of them was shortlisted for our short film festival. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you guys uh, take part in the festival this past Wednesday as part we of this? No, we didn't. We, we hadn't got here yet. Oh, but, fair enough. So we were following it online. Okay, yeah, I heard it was good too. <laughs> yeah, Let's talk about more things we have no yeah, idea yeah, how it went and we were at. Uh, what heard, are movies we haven't right. seen? Let's talk about that. Oh my gosh, uh, I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's one. more movies I haven't one. seen than movies I have. I would say everyone. <laughs> that's probably true for everyone. Yeah. There are tens of thousands of movies, right? There's maybe millions. even more. No, maybe more. Maybe, maybe even, even more? billions. Maybe I don't know. billions? Billions of There's movies? more movies than people. How many no. people. Okay, sorry. I'm getting off track. <laughs> I'd like to hear that question. How many people are, are in the movies? No, what is the population, the population of Earth? Population of Earth? It's uh, over 7 billion now. Is it that high? Okay, yeah. I thought that I was like billions was like shortchanging it. I thought it was trillions. <laughs> no, wow, yeah, this planet would be in big trouble. That's a lot more. I actually really want to know how many movies exist now. So that's what I'll be doing after. Well, that's a, a fun little quiz for our listeners. You tweet back at us with how many movies you think there are. We'll trust you not to Google that. And, and the winner will have an inflated sense of self-worth. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can offer you. Uh, so what's next for uh, for you three after the, after Toronto? Uh, we to- have two shows in Edmonton next week at Grindstone Theatre. Grindstone Theatre? Yeah, uh, Grind, Grindstone. Grindstone. Oh, that's Kinda a like Grindhouse. So that's Grindhouse. A, that's a movie I haven't seen, so I don't know. <laughs> And uh, so what's the date? What's the date for the, that show? March 15th and 16th. March 15th and 16th. And there'll be details either on your Facebook, Instagram, or website probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, great. Well, well, enjoy Toronto. And Thank thanks for being here and nice talking to you. Yeah. And everybody, check out Girl Brain. They're very nice people, and I assume we're funny. <laughs> thanks. thanks for listening. <laughs> Crispy. Cameron Wiley says the food at the Rhino is crispy. Print it. I'll put my reputation behind that. Cameron. Every, every single item from the crispy toast to the crispy eggs to the crispy coffee. Medical issues. Uh, chef's kiss. Oh, you're a fan of the crispy eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they come out all slimy. <laughs> I eat them in the shell, so they're extra crispy. I don't like that slimy inside, but the crispy outside of an egg? Oh, yeah, that's a brunch. Cameron Wiley, full egg eater, rhino fan. Jason DeLine, Queen West.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.